This is RSN Sunday Central, celebrating the Inglis Australian Easter Yearling Sale. Thanks to Inglis. Welcome back to a special Sunday Central. We are live here from the magnificent Riverside uh, Stables Complex where the Easter English sales will be held on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. and It is a hive of activity. Every big name trainer is here uh, parading the yearlings, uh, looking for the next superstar. The big breeders, the owners are all wandering around this magnificent complex here in Sydney. It's a picturesque day and it's great to be joined by Arthur Inglis uh, here, a fifth generation uh, Inglis. Uh, and it is just exciting the build-up. Arthur, good morning. How are you? Michael, uh uh, very well, thank you, and happy Easter to you and yes. all, all your listeners. Uh, in sunny Victoria, I believe we've got the same weather as us this morning. It's sparkling Easter weather, isn't it? Picture perfect everywhere. And uh, look, you've been doing this your entire life, but do you still get a little, a little edgy, a little nervous before the big sale of the year? Yeah, for for sure. I, I, I won't say uh, edgy, nervous. It's more just um, an excitement that you know it's a gradual build-up, and um, you know we've been fortunate to be supported uh, by. You know, many of the leading breeders in Australia and New Zealand for so many years, and and uh, we, we're um, cognizant of their support and the investment, time, and effort of over several years it, um, comes to producing the the horses at this sale. So we've got to respect that. So it's excitement, but also, you know, a professional level of work uh, from all our team goes into this. Yeah. Can you take us back 12 months ago, <laughs> where you were in the mindset? Yeah. Well, everyone's got those. Uh, those 12 month ago stories I suppose but um, it was it was of course an evolving situation and, um, and we had we had you know plan a B C and, and so forth for different sets of circumstances but um, I think most of your listeners uh, would would know now we put on the world's first uh, virtual sale which means for those of you who didn't uh, witness it we actually had an auctioneer or two auctioneers running in, in rosters uh, talking to a screen, basically, uh, standing in the auction ring, as they always do, but no horse in front of them. Mm. And um, for those witnessing at home, we had footage of that horse. So it was, you could see the horse and you could see the auctioneer and you could bid up over the phone. Many, many cases, uh, people had registered to bid and were bidding online. And we called it a virtual sale because um, we, of course, do digital auctions and have been doing them for a number of years. And they have a countdown very much like you might have on eBay and so forth. And, and of course no one lot gets sold consecutively it's just um as as the bidding stops basically but to have an auctioneer talking life to a crowd and all the technical aspects that that presented for us doing it for the first time it's a, it was a very big achievement by our team and and um and and re required a um a great deal of confidence from our vendors to mm. support it and continue on uh which they did and 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 uh Fortunately, we got the result. I think the clearance and the average and all the stats around that around that sale proved that it it it, it was um, a workable formula as a backup. But of course, nothing nothing um, uh, actually completely uh, replaces having horses on site and people on site. And uh, and that's that's what we, that's what we love doing and and all the participants love mm. too. So it's great to have people back. Obviously. Um, we don't have overseas visitors. They, we have their representatives, um, and in some cases, people have actually made the sacrifice of of doing the the two weeks to get here because it's so important to them. And um, we're very, very grateful that they do make that sacrifice. Um, but yes, it's it it is uh, 
aside, aside from the uh, overseas visitors, which we always love to have, um, it is very, very much back to business as normal COVID, in a COVID-safe way. Uh, in this wonderful complex, it's the fourth year that the sale has been here, the third year with people and horses uh, at the complex as well. And it was... Uh, it was a gutsy decision um, all those years ago to, to make the move from where the history and I suppose the heartbeat of English had been since the inception of this company, which has been just remarkable in the history of Australia, not just Australian racing, but founded in 1867 and uh, then going into the, the, the bloodstock in, in the early 1900s as well. Have you been, um, not surprised, but... Uh, I suppose, proud of the transition and this amazing complex with a 300 uh, or 150-room five-star hotel that's been built here as well. Was there, was there a bit of trepidation as well? Uh, yes, I suppose um, in, in lots of respects, more about the logistics mm. of, of the place. Um, I was confident we could, we could build a quali- quality place and... Um, I think in, in this, the simple aspects of having more space and having a purpose-built place, was, it was going to serve the industry very well for many years to come. But there's always um, a, more, when I say the logistics of the place, it's funny, until, I think until you actually get horses in an environment, and particularly yearling thoroughbred horses, everyone will appreciate, um, it's very difficult to know the little things that might, might not be appreciated by them and might serve to to be an issue so you know for example we've got three different surfaces for them to walk on here and um so we make quite a big investment in that and 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 the idea being that you know we've got options for both buyers and sellers does that um does that you know mean that we could for example people go oh no we don't like the artificial grass or something like that you know um but but most of that's been very well accepted uh, and so so that's that's something you had to wait watch and and look look out for um, not wasn't nervous about um, about so much about the industry um, coming to it except for initial first moments you know of course any change I, I was confident they could settle in and appreciate it because we could just simply having more space mm. and being on a race course um, as regards Newmarket, yeah, I live there. I grew up there, and it's got many fond memories uh, for me and my family. Um, and uh, but I think lots of things in life have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and they have, the time comes. It, when I say the time comes, it wasn't urgent that we had to move from there, but you could see there was it. it, it its time was passing. We lived and um, the, conducted um, a sale for hundreds of horses right next to probably um, New South Wales' largest hospital and certainly New, New South Wales' largest university and it's an education and health precinct. When I, when I started there, like when I was a kid basically I'd come home from school and there'd be horses walking up and down streets, you know that's what people did in those days they had, there were stables all around us mm. and uh, their, little, their afternoon exercise was horses walking up and down I mean people get bored listening to it now, it's kind of, it's way 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 in the past but there's not a horse between where we were and the whole and Rambic Racecourse, which is a long way away. We were out of context with our surroundings, basically, putting it in simple terms. So you had to sort of think about long term, and, and we're we're lucky, I think, that we got this particular uh, piece of real estate. We could purchase it and we could build what we wanted on it. Plenty of parking, lots of space, and on a racecourse. So we don't, 
you know, having horses here is natural. We don't offend any neighbours. I don't have to consider any of that. With Arthur Inglis, uh, fifth generation Inglis, uh, talking about the upcoming sales. You mentioned there's always a beginning, a middle and an end, and it's an end, and history-making end for Reduce Choice. We get the last Reduce Choice horses through the sale ring here. Uh, how exciting, or, or I suppose tinged with sadness, is it when we've got that occurring at this sale because he's been remarkable for the breeding industry? Yeah, and I think um, so many of your listeners and e even people just watching racing will have um, reduced choice memories. You know, a, whether it, even going as far as back as when he was racing, I, I remember, actually, I, that was one slipper I couldn't get to, and I, and I can remember where I was when I found out he was scratched from the slipper. I think he was 6-4 to four or something. He was. I, I was actually working for Sky Racing in the mounting yard that day. Rick Lacey walked in, he was wearing shorts... <laughs> and a T-shirt, and he wandered into the mountain now to say that the horse is scratched. See, there's the, you, you remember it exactly too. I mean, yeah. that's quite a long time ago, quite, quite a small detail, long time ago, but it was a big, it's a big thing. Like, um, he, he was a, you know, super, super duper racehorse, and uh, I think he's gone on to do that. So that's one memory of many uh, mm. that he's given us over, over such a long time. And look, it's, you know, in one respect, we're still in the last yearling, but there's plenty more to come from yeah. him and his and his sons and his daughters and at, at stud so it's not it's not curtains on on reduced choice we'll hear plenty more of him in the future we need to uh to get to a few more previews and we're going to be speak, speaking to yourself and other english reps throughout the few days but what's your what's your highlight have you got what are you most looking forward to oh um i think uh in particular for, for the the sale yeah. I, mean, I, I look i i think it's 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 just um I couldn't. I couldn't say there's one highlight. Uh, th th this is this is um, uh, you know it's a an array array of magnificent animals. So I think you just got to sit and watch. I, I I just suggest to your listeners if they can get on um, Sale Day Live, just go to English.com.au and have a look at it. I think you just start watching and you can't turn away. Um, so I, and you know we've got we've got uh, professional presenters there as we always do. It's a it's a TV channel. Have we got a massive sale lot? In the next few days, uh, do you a mean massive sale topper? Well, everyone at this stage would have would have their theories, but let's try and, let's try and pluck one. Let's say let's say um, we run with we we'll stick with the uh, Arrowfield for a moment. Um, how about how about lot forty five? Let's have why don't we? Um, I'm not going to I'm going to predict that's a topper, but you know, uh, Rising Romance. It's a Rising Romance. It's yep. a, it's still still a choice. Um, uh, son of Rudert's choice and champion Sire Snitzel. So, how about that? Every page you turn, turn there's a budding well, superstar. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it's a remarkable catalogue. Yeah, it is. Arthur, it's so good to be here. So good to see you. Enjoy the next couple of days. We'll catch up with you as the sale progresses as well. But uh, appreciate your time and uh, we look forward to it. My pleasure, Michael. Thank you. And, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoy the next few days. And strap, strap in your seatbelt. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> we certainly will. Right. Uh, Arthur Inglis uh, joining us uh, here live from the Riverside uh, Stable Complex.